Many of us in this world find ourselves searching for ways to feel more alive. We move through our lives day after day, living through the same repetitive cycles and the same stressful patterns that often leave us feeling defeated, underappreciated, or unfulfilled. But what if there were a different way to perceive life? What if out there we were able to find the keys to a happy, healthy, and fulfilling reality in the lives that we're living right here, right now? For those of us who are looking for a way to transform our lives. For those of us who are looking to fully live in this moment. To change how we feel, how we perceive the world, and awaken to a better reality so we can fully live this life. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question, are you living or are you killing time? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode number 20, which is absolutely crazy to me that this podcast has gone all the way out to 20 episodes. You know, to be honest, when I first started this, I did it on a whim. I did it with a little bit of encouragement from someone I look up to, one of my mentors. And, you know, he said, you you should start a podcast. You got a great story. You got a great voice. You got all this stuff. You could be more successful than some of the big people I've seen. Give it a shot. What do you have to lose? So, you know, I did. I had no idea where it was going to go. And now here we are, episode number 20. And uh, it, it's it's a great feeling because I know that it's helping people. There's people out there who appreciate it. And it's great to come across people and build a network of people who are like-minded, people who are looking for this kind of information and people who have this kind of information to provide who are looking for outlets. But really, I am so indebted and grateful to you all who are the listeners that we have. Currently, we have, I think, 33 countries and 42 states. You know, we have eight more before we covered every state in the U.S. And it's because of you that I'm still here on the microphone. I'm still doing these recordings. So, you know, thank you very much for your part. Thank you for sharing posts. We had over 10,000 shares on the Facebook account of all the different graphics and different things that I've posted over the past five months. And, you know, that's amazing. It really is. For something that I had no idea how far it was going to go, And, um, you know, it's gone as far as it has because of people like you listening right now. So thank you so much. And, you know, I really appreciate everybody who shares everything, you know, telling your friends about the podcast, sharing the posts that we have on both Instagram and Facebook. Um, And, you know, please continue to do so. You know, and one of the best things that you could do to support the podcast is if you have Apple Podcasts, if you go on there and leave a rating and review, uh, that's where people listen to pod, this podcast particularly the most. We get about 70% of our listener base from there. And when people are shopping around, there's a lot of podcasts out there. I think it was like 50,000 podcasts, the last article that I read. And you know, there's a lot of competition. So when people are looking through, they look at the reviews real quick. They see how many five-star reviews and, and threes and twos and ones. Um and they look at the comments. So, you know, if you're so inspired, you appreciate the podcast. If you could go on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're listening on and leave a comment, I will browse those and read them. I actually have a new one to read today, which came in um, on Apple Podcasts. This one's from KRRVC, and the title of it is Great Podcast. And it says, I love the episodes on the power of now. 
We need to help people overcome anxiety and depression. It has become an epidemic. Thanks for the help. Well, thank you, KRRVC, for leaving your review. It, you know, it does mean a lot. You know, thank you for wanting to do something about your state, you know, wanting to learn more about yourself and the nature of the reality around you and taking outlets like this and books like The Power of Now and any other things that you are looking for and doing what you can to better yourself because there's really no other way that people can get genuine help by wanting to change something about themselves and creating a great network, creating an inner circle of people who are there to support you. That's the biggest thing that you can do when you're going through some of your tough times. Whether that's friends, family, professional help, you're gaining a network like the people who are listeners on this podcast and following things like this, you're doing something to better yourself. So congratulations to you for doing that and thank you very much for your support. Today, I wanted to reflect a little bit on some lessons that have come to me over the course of the last couple of weeks. You know, the last the last week is obviously every week for me has been busy with all the stuff that I take on. You know, this one was great because I went to a conference. Um, it was almost all the way up in Maine, and a good portion of it was on leadership. You know, it was kind of like an a la carte series that I could go to, and I selected a lot of ones on leadership because I'm in some very important roles. And I've kind of accepted the fact that that's pretty much where I'm going to be. Despite when when I left a supervisory role years ago, I said, I'm never going to be in charge of anything ever again. I just want to be the person who has a job to do and just gets told where to go and what to do. And I can just go home at the end of the day. But unfortunately, I think that personality doesn't, um, that doesn't match. I don't have that kind of personality to just not want to, use the skills that I have because I've I've discovered a lot of the workforce out there. Probably a lot of you can uh, sympathize with this, but a lot of the people in the workforce that are in supervisory roles, they don't like criticism or they don't like to have anyone tell them how things should be done. And with all the ideas that I have, all the, the concepts that I've come across, the travels that I've done, the people that I've met, I like to incorporate everything from everywhere and trying and better the places that I've been by bringing in a whole bunch of different concepts. And when I wasn't in a leadership role, that fell flat. And I think the people that I worked for felt a little bit threatened. So I made the choice to transition back into where I am. And I'm in more leadership roles right now between uh, the political job that I have, the full-time career that I have, and all the things that I have going on. But when you're in those roles, you have to take that very seriously because people look at you with starry-eyed optimism that you are going to be a strong leader who's there to support them. And I think it's so important when you're in a leadership role that you don't just use whatever power and authority you have to assert yourself and assert your ego and assert the things that you know you want to get across. I think you're you're a person that people rely on. Most people spend a huge majority of their lives at a job. And I know what it's like to work for horrible bosses, really, really horrible bosses. I've had quite a few in my time. And I've learned so much from them on how not to do things. So that's why I vowed to become the best possible leader that I can, to to collaborate, to support people and everything. And that was the biggest thing that this week really taught me. And... When you take that leadership role and you can plant 
all sorts of ideas in people's heads on how they can be better, how they can do better in their jobs, and you recognize and praise them for it, uh, it is like the greatest feeling to watch people who didn't like their job at one point, and you take in those leadership aspects of trying to inspire and lead by inspiration rather than fear, and you watch people blossom that never really had that before. It's just it, That's just kind of been the theme for me for this week. And that's sort of been my seed of intent was I just want to inspire and lead as many people as I possibly can to realize that they don't need to look to an outside source. They don't need to look at me as a leader to really gain momentum and accomplish things in their life. They can do it on their own. And yes, they can look to me for support and guidance, but I love when people manage to stand on their own two feet. And they can plant their own seeds of intent. When you can plant the seed of intent in someone's head that they can plant their own seeds of intent, that's that's something that has been monumental for me. You know, what I've gave a lot of thought to in the past week or so, uh, you know, I had a lot of traveling that I had to do, so I had a lot of time to reflect and think. And what I thought about was starting to think about how I've manifested things in my life and how I've had really solid intentions in the last couple of years. And when I set those intentions, these things have been coming to me with a certain little bit of effort and not as much struggle as there always was, but a far less amount of hardship that those things came about with when the goals finally arrived. And I've had to step back and look at the things that have come to me and realize like, wow, I've made more progress in the past couple of years than, you know, maybe the 10 years prior to it. And that's an amazing thing. It really, really is. And I'm trying to think of, you know, how did it happen? What key things did I learn? What have I applied in my life that brought those things about? So today I wanted to really discuss what happens when we plant the seeds of intent in our lives. Sometimes we plant the seeds unintentionally, really. And You know, we kind of say we want to do something or we start moving in a certain direction and those things just tend to unfold as they, they, they do, you know, they just kind of, the seeds fall, they bloom as they are, you know, it just kind of happens by default. And, you know, sometimes we intentionally plant a garden, you know, we try to get it to grow. We do all these things, we set all these things in motion and I can speak from a place of, of frustration with planting this garden of what is the podcast because I've I've overwhelmed myself with a lot of responsibilities. No, you're always putting out posts. You're trying to arrange interviews. You're trying to, um, you know, like now I have sponsors starting to reach out. So I have this whole garden of things that need to be done. And sometimes I do, I put all this work in and I don't see a whole lot of things blossoming in that garden. You know, the listener base, it's grown pretty fast and then it's kind of plateaued a little bit. So... I do a little bit more things. I try to turn it up a little bit. And then I I found myself recently like beating the ground next to that garden of intent saying, grow, you know, come on, let's grow. Let's grow. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm watering this garden. I'm feeding it. I'm tending to it. Why aren't you growing? And that's not what we should do. We need to let things materialize at their own pace. Things are going to grow at the pace that they're going to grow at. They're not going to grow at the pace that you try to set for it. We don't control how fast an oak tree grows. When it starts off, it's, you know, an acorn. It starts as a little tiny vulnerable sapling. And over time, it turns into something 
huge and massive and beautiful, but it takes time. And it's only going to grow as fast as its environment lets it, but it only grows as fast as it, it possibly can. You know, it's it's going to unfold as it may. And your intentions are going to do that too. With enough care and the right things that you feed to it, you know, most importantly, it, it needs the thing that exists and doesn't exist at the same time, you know, time. It needs time. You need to let your time, uh, your intentions unfold with time. Patience is really hard for us in, in this world. And, you know, we talk so much about time lately. It was just a subject that kept recurring in the podcast and things that I was coming across. You know, it's it's basically a construct of measurement, you know, and so in one sense, it's man-made, but in another sense, it's a natural process. It's a natural product of our reality. You know, entropy is one of the biggest things with time. You know, it's, it's a chain of results that that one thing leads to the next. You know, that's basically the simplest way I can define it. That it's what makes our world unfold into something observable. You know, it, you know, it makes our thoughts turn into things and things into tangible results. Things that we can see and feel and touch. And most of us want to have those things in our hands sooner than later. But it takes time for those things to unfold. And for those of us in this instant gratification world, you know, we've we've come to we've come to a point in our world where we have the you know what's the weather going to be today at the tip of our fingers. You know, we can call people and have a video call at the tip of our fingers. You know, we can order things that we want and have it dropped off that day or the next day. You know, we want things we want things yesterday. We want it delivered instantaneously. So when we expect these huge changes in our lives when we do a 180 when we've tried to reinvent ourselves completely and it doesn't happen right away it doesn't happen as fast as we feel that it should we start to doubt things we start to take on a vibration a vibe of this isn't happening for me why isn't it happening you know i'm a failure because this isn't happening and that just breeds more of itself you know, the universe delivers the right things to the right people, the right ideas, the right coincidences or synchronicities, all the things that are needed for our intentions to take shape. It delivers them at the perfect time. It delivers it at the right divine timing. Not sooner, not later, not before you're ready and not until everything has set up in the right possible way. It comes when you're ready. But if you try to force it, it's not going to happen. You know, as a matter of fact, it might happen even slower because you're putting it out there that you don't have what you want. You don't have what you want. So that reflection comes back to you. You are going to continue to not have what you want if that's the drum that you're beating. You know, I've read a lot and done a lot of research on the laws of vibration and correspondence. You know, the law of vibration says that everything at its basic fundamental levels is made of vibratory frequencies or patterns, you know, light and, 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 um, you know, visit the visible light spectrum is, you know, like the rainbow, it goes from purple to red and we don't see any visible light outside of that. You know, infrared is at the lower end of the spectrum and ultraviolet's at the, uh, the highest end of the spectrum, but we only see a certain fraction of those vibrations that translate into visible light. And the same thing goes for our brain waves. You know, our brain waves are measured in vibrational frequency as well. When you're dreaming, you're in a different brain wave state. When you're in a very highly creative mode, you're in a different brain wave state. When you are, um, you know, when you're in, you know, you're you're in study mode, you're in work mode, you're in a different brain wave state. It's all frequency, and all those things correspond 
with how your vibration is. And the one thing to remember about that is that it's non-negotiable. These all correspond with each other. It's an immutable law, which means it just, this is the way it happens and there is no other way that it happens. And when your thoughts are all about how your intentions are not there, that they're not manifesting, the things you really want, the things that you you say you believe in, the things that you say you really want, that you totally believe that are there for you already, and you get frustrated that they're not there, you're beating that drum that those things are not there. You know, you're, you're focused on the fact that your work isn't translating into the desire that you think that you've set. You know, I say think because obviously you've done something along the way to make it shift away from your desired result. You have to be it to see it. You really have to get your mindset in that mode that you have to be what it is that you want so that it does show up in your life. It doesn't go the other way. It's not see it and believe it. You have to believe it to your core. Then it will show up. You have to match all of those things that you say you want. And you know, to tell you the truth, you may actually be the cause for those things not showing up. You may be the one who's focusing on those things not happening. And you know, those inspired coincidences, the right people, you know, the right places, the, the inspired actions, those things might not be coming because your mind wanders off the path and you start to focus and get frustrated on things that are the opposite of what you want because they're not, the things that you want aren't showing up. You have to stay with those inspired thoughts that brought you to the place that you started on the path in the first place. You know, when you have a goal, it's so important to have some sort of a journal, like a goal journal and the things that you want to do, the goals that you want to set and you go back and you reread those and you say over and over to yourself, you bring yourself back to that place that started you down the path. So you can say to yourself, this is where I was when I started here. When you start to wander a little bit and get frustrated, get yourself back to the inspired place that started you down that project or that venture or whatever it was. Bring yourself back there, but write those things down because it's so important that you have a reference point to bring you back and get your vibe back on track. Because if you don't, those weeds will take over your garden of intent. Those those weeds will creep in And it's going to choke out that creative garden where all those seeds of intent were planted. You know, really, I can't get more simple than this. Don't plant those seeds, those negative ones. Keep that garden clear. It's that simple. You know, I'm on this subject because there have been days in the past few weeks that I was there. You know, I've put a lot of work in all the time on a lot of things. And I talk about how my life is so busy all the time, but... It's the truth. And sometimes I don't focus enough in one area. You know, I've taken on a lot right now. I think that's one of my life lessons I'm learning is that I have my certain reasons why I started the podcast. I have my certain reasons why I took the full-time career that I have. And I also have my reasons why I took on the political career. Um, It was the right place, right time. And I felt like I was really the only person that could affect the change that a lot of people needed to see happen. But because of that, I had to be willing to make some sacrifices over a certain amount of time. That's of my own, that's my own fault. You know, I have no one to blame for that but me. And I've gone through a definite growth spurt here. I've definitely gone through a a significant spiritual growth path right now that's teaching me a lot. It's teaching me how much I can handle and also teaching me a little bit about not taking on so much in your life. 
But because of that, I'm not able to focus on, you know, the, the thing that's probably most important to me is, is this podcast. It's my most passionate thing that I'm so inspired to do. And it's also the thing that's not going to survive if I don't pay attention to it. This garden will not grow if I don't water it. I need to tend to it all the time. Otherwise, it's going to be dead. It's going to get taken over with weeds. It's going to dry up. It's going to die. So I need to do that. I need to do what I need to do to maintain what we have going here. But like I said, I go this way and that way too much. And, you know, I, I watched the seed of intent grow so fast from its start and it bloomed very quickly. And then all these things in life got in the way and, you know, I haven't been able to focus as much on it as I wanted to. So then I, I see this plateau happening and I get so frustrated at the plateau. I'm like, hey, you know, how come I'm, how come I'm plateauing with a, a listener base? How come I'm plateauing with the likes on Facebook and all these measurable, tangible things? Well, it's because you're not tending to that garden as much as you should. So I made a thoughtful intent last week to make sure that, uh, you know, I, I noticed that I was getting down to weekly episodes on this. So I made a solid effort to say, you know what, I'm getting three episodes done this week. That was my original goal was to get two to three. So I made sure I got three in this week. I kind of fell off again because of how busy it's been with some obligations that I had. But, you know, I definitely want to keep that. I want to keep that garden tended to that amount. And I have to focus and make sure that I take care of of those seeds of intent that I've planted. And I guess when that garden starts to get its drought, you know, when you when you start to lose your momentum, when you start to lose your focus or lose your drive, you know, you lose all that stuff that you had originally that got you on that path, the weeds will start to grow. You know, you, you get a drought, the garden starts to wilt, it starts to, it needs much more to keep it going so it can thrive. So I had to go back to square one. You know, why was I doing this podcast in the first place? You know, I, I thought to myself, you know, before I get this garden going again, why am I doing this? It takes up so much time. You know, where's it going to go? And what am I going to be doing with it in the future? And, you know, I've had a few listeners reach out to me and say how, how much this podcast means to them. And the things that they listen to that really helps them and, and they're excited about the things that, that might come up next. And just the few people that do that. I know there's a lot of listeners out there, but the few people that have reached out, it's like, you're the reason why. Those of you who have reached out and showed your support, you've shared certain things on social media, you've reached out and written to me and said, you know, oh, I have this thing in my life, you know, could you do an episode on it? Or... I totally resonated with this particular episode. Like you breathe life back into that garden where all my seeds of intent are planted. Like that's the reason why I started it. Because when I started this podcast, I didn't record in a, in a journal or anything where I wanted this to go because it was just kind of a whim. But since then, and I've gone to these leadership series, I've recorded why, because that was one of the things that they said, you know, define your goals, define the reasons why you're doing certain things. So I did. And the, some of the things that I listed were some of you listeners, some of the things that you listeners have said or conversations we've had, or some of the posts that were made, the things that inspired me the most. That was like the, the, the drenching rains that kept my garden growing again, you know, the bright sunshine that, that, that got everything blooming and blossoming all over again 
You know, but of course we have to ask ourselves from time to time, what is the end goal and what we're doing? You know, where if your seat of intent is just doing a great job at your job, you know, where eventually do you want that to go? And some of us, you know, we don't have a 10 year plan. Sometimes we have a five year plan. Sometimes we have a three year plan, but you know, ultimately where are we going to go? You know, where are we ending up? What's our trajectory? You look at this and, you know, of course, my main goal is to help as many people as I possibly can and maybe make it the focus of my professional endeavors in the future. You know, that would be great if I got paid to talk to you all, if I got paid to go you know, around the country and meet with people or hold retreats and stuff like that. What an amazing life. Who wouldn't want that? You know, who wouldn't want that? Who starts this kind of venture? You know, that would be great. But one of the worst things we can do, you know, and I guess this is the main point of this podcast today is one of the main things that we can do, actually not do, is sit next to that garden of seeds you planted and just beat the ground every day and say, grow, damn it, grow. You know, like, why aren't you growing fast enough? Come on, you got to grow faster. Think about that in real life. Is that going to work in the gardens that you might have in your backyard. You know, you plant a tomato plant and if you beat the ground next to it, is it going to make that thing grow faster? No. And the same things aren't going to happen in your life. If you just beat the ground and say, come on, dreams, grow faster. You know, where where are all my hopes and endeavors? You know, I'm putting in all this work. Why isn't it happening faster? That's not what's going to make it grow faster. What's going to happen is you're going to get frustrated. It's going to make things slow down. You're going to burn yourself out even more. If you step back and focus on why you started and what you have done to make those things come about in your life, more of those will continue to come to you. You have to have that vibe. You really do. Um, you know, Speak it, believe it, receive it. I mean, that's that's something that one of my favorite boxers, uh, Deontay Wilder, who just unfortunately suffered a pretty big loss last week. Um, but that's one of his biggest sayings. You know, you speak it, believe it, and receive it. And, you know, you got to speak things into existence. You, you know, I actually know people, uh, I've seen studies that, that people have spoken to plants. And there were studies that showed that saying inspiring, nurturing things to a plant in the same environment as one where you say negative, nasty things to it, it actually killed the plant that it was, uh, that it was talked down to. And that was fascinating. You can look it up on YouTube. Um, you know, but I, I digress. It was, you know, it's, it's just interesting when you talk on the subjects of vibration, you know, you think about what that actually happens in the physical world. Well, think about that, what that might actually mean when it comes to attracting the things in your life. Bottom line is you just have to be patient in having your dreams unfold. Sometimes it takes years. You know, it's rare that it doesn't, to be honest with you. And for those of us in this day, like I said, that's hard because we're being more and more conditioned to get something now. You know, I want it now and you get it now. You know, you want to know the weather. You want to know, you know, you want to talk to somebody. Boom, you pull out your phone. But the universe doesn't work that way. You know, you have to let it come to you naturally. You have to let it come to you by taking the right little actions, listening to your gut. Your first instinct is usually right. You know, that's something I'm learning a lot more um, that I've dismissed very often was that first instinct that pops up when something comes up. That's the one you should listen to the most. And I'm trying so hard to condition myself to that. And it's actually helped me out in a few situations lately. 
Um, if you haven't tried that before, you know, check it out. I, I've got uh, that earmarked as one of my upcoming episodes. I got a specialist on listening to your intuition. I've got a couple of really great people who are some intuitives and stuff that are coming on for interviews in the next month or so. Um, and that's a great, great subject right there. But that can help guide you in so many valuable ways. We tend to overthink and that, that gets us off our path. You know, we think we know it all and we ignore that little voice that pops up first. And then we, we let our thoughts muddy it all and we let our ego poison things. And, you know, we think we have all the answers and we're going to pour miracle grow all over that garden of intent and then we're going to get a giant beanstalk. But no, you know, the universe has so much more in store for you and it's going to show you when and where to make your moves and how to get to where you want to be and how to steer your ship. You just have to be paying attention. But if you're pointing in the direction of doubt, if you're pointing your ship in the direction of doubt and lack, you know, the story that it's not working for you, then that's where your ship's going to point and sail to. You have to start setting the course of your life in the direction you want to go. You know, don't go against the wind. Steer your sail where the wind is blowing you. It's a metaphor, but it's true. It really is. You have to use the momentum and direction that you're going in and steer yourself in a flowing and natural way. I'm thinking of someone who I've, I've kind of connected with lately. Um, she has uh, you know, situations where it's like the universe is moving her away from her full-time career and into uh, more of this stuff that, I'm, that we're doing here with the podcast. And you know, I basically said, you know, as painful as it is, this is where you're meant to be, you know, and, and some of the most valuable things in our life come through pain. You know, think of the birth process, you know, it's, it's definitely a painful process. You know, it's probably the, one of the most traumatic things you'll ever go through in your entire life other than maybe your death, but something very beautiful comes from it. You know, you think of what happens to the butterfly, you know, the butterfly goes into the cocoon and it turns into just this, this goo. And its cells actually transform, you know, its entire body just completely transform. And what comes out of it is something absolutely beautiful, but it's probably a hugely, hugely traumatic process for the butterfly. You know, think of what it goes through in that, that cocoon and breaking down its entire body and changing as, dr as drastically as it does. You've got to let the direction that life is trying to push you in go that direction, you know, let it go there. Trust the process. And see what happens, you know, try to go with things in a natural flowing way. And the destination that you're meant to be in is going to come to you. And it's so hard. I'll say this over and over again. It's so hard to try to focus on that lesson while you're going through it. Don't make that your focus. Make your focus just be that you're okay, as good as you can be every single day by doing a lot of different healthy living aspects. And when you learn to do those things, you will start enjoying the scenery of the ride that you're on. You know, you're going to see things in such a different way, trust me. And you're going to enjoy the ride so much more this way. And when you get to your destination, you'll be grateful of the journey you went on. You might not want to ever do it again, but you'll be grateful for the things that you've gone through. You know, I was at a really low place the other day. Uh, you know, I have my ups and I have my downs. You know, I'm only a couple of years removed from some serious, serious PTSD, anxiety, and depression. Like the worst in my life. Definitely the worst time period was 2017. Um, and I still have little things that creep back in, but I know what my triggers are. You know, I know that most of the time it's due to a lack of sleep. I totally get in a bad vibe if I don't have sleep and I'm not just talking grumpy. Like I get really down on things. I mean, you know, I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't want to do things. And I get really down and 
I lose all optimism and positivity when I don't get good sleep. So, you know, I mean, if, if I drop eight hours down to six, like literally that's all that it takes sometimes, you know, I'll function and you know, I can still function high, but I don't function high vibe. So know those things that are your triggers. You know, you know, my thoughts go astray. And when I'm not in a good mood, I don't vibe high. So it's hard to focus on the high vibe thoughts that, that make you move in the right direction. So take care of yourself. You know, take care of your thoughts. Move the right way at the right times. Be patient with the process. Um, you know, you can make steady, steady weeks worth of progress. And if you slow down a little bit, don't focus on on rushing back to, to being, you know, high output right away. Instead, try and just... Grind out another day. Sometimes you just need to survive the day. You just need to survive the week so you can get a reset. You know, don't don't force uninspired thoughts just because something pops up because you feel like you have to get something done. Let it come to you. Let it be what it is. Let the universe, reality, whatever you want to call it, let the natural process that, you know, created you and everything that you've ever seen, everyone you've ever met, let that process do its thing and let life unfold and bloom for you in the most fluid, beautiful, and natural way. And stop grinding and fighting so hard. You know, all of us do. I'm guilty of it. I'm sure you are too. And you're going to be absolutely amazed at how much progress you'll start to make when you adopt that mindset. You know, just imagine being an artist and having someone hanging over your shoulder all the time. You know, imagine someone commissions you to paint something beautiful. You know, if someone says, I want a big, beautiful picture of the ocean. You know, I want a sunset. I want a sailboat in the picture frame. And then they hang over your shoulder. They hang over the artist's shoulder, telling them, accent that wave. You know, more pink in the sky, more pink in the clouds. You know, that sailboat isn't big enough. The artist isn't painting in their creative flow at that point. You know, he might as well hand the paintbrush to the person and say, here, you know, you want, you know what you want? You go paint it. You know, that person can't paint worth a damn. They shouldn't be telling the artist how to do it. It's the same thing with you. You know, if you want to paint that painting, let the inspired artist inside of you come out, plant those seeds of intent and stop screwing up the canvas by trying to force things when you're not feeling it. I'll tell you right now, artists don't work when they're not inspired. My my father-in-law, he's a magnificent artist. I'll throw him a little bit of love. His name's Paul Gall Schneider. I think his website is Paul Gall, P-A-U-L-G-A-L.com. Check out his art. He is uh he's a magnificent artist down in the island of Nantucket off of Massachusetts. And he taught me that. You know, he can't just go out in his studio and just paint anytime he wants to. You know, some of his paintings sell for ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars a piece. Um, you know, just like an author can't write when they're not inspired. You have to let it come to you. You don't sit in front of the computer and, and write when you're not inspired. You don't sit in front of the canvas when you're not inspired. Don't expect those things out of your life when you're not when you're not having one of those days, you know. So move with inspiration. Don't pound the ground next to that seed you just planted. Plant it, water it when it's needed, keep the weeds of doubt out and frustration out of that garden and just let the process unfold as it will. You'll make so many more gains than you would have if you try and do otherwise. And I'll leave you with this. When you start to feel low, remember, sometimes your greatest gains might be just around the corner. You know, I felt so low the other day, uh, for whatever reason it was, like I said, exhaustion may have been a huge part, but I was, you know, why should I keep this going? You know, things are plateauing. I should cut it off soon. You know, why keep doing this? Where does it go? When does it end? And then the next instance, the next day, I have more people lined up for interviews and I have much more hope and inspiration after that low point. You know, sometimes you just need to survive it all. And you just need to remember that those low points come right before the big waves come, you know, and those big waves sometimes have an awesome ride. Before every big wave, there's a big trough that happens, you know, before the tidal wave, the ocean gets sucked out 
and you know, right before your big break comes, it could be just like that. So give it another day. And if that day doesn't come tomorrow, give it another day after that. You never know. That huge gain, that big break, that chance encounter, that gift of money, all that stuff could come on the day after your toughest day. You know, if your car breaks down, you're stuck in a job that, you know, you get denied on the ninth interview in a row, well, the tenth one could be it. You know, what if the next interview is it? What if your next inspired move that you make lines you up with the right people or place that gives you your big shot? What if that day's tomorrow? What if that day's after your toughest day today? That's it. That's the recipe. That's the story, and I'm sticking to it. You know, but I have to say that I know this all because it works. I've done it. I've done it many times over and over by default, and now I'm doing it with pure intent. I have the recipe. You know, I have the ability to course correct and realize sometimes that I'm fighting too hard and grinding too hard. But in the end, you know, release, recalibrate, clear things out, ground yourself and say, it's okay. Let's get back on track and open up the door for coincidence and inspiration to line me up with the things that I I need to have and the places I need to go. and, And boom, you're back on track. All right, everyone, I am going to get myself back on track here, and um, I'm going to leave you with A-Track by Soul Rising. You know, hands down my favorite artist um, for this kind of music, and I'm going to play my favorite song on this one. I've been holding on to this one for a while, and I feel like this is the perfect time to play the song. You know, celebrate with episode 20, so I'm going to play this one. I actually almost made this song my intro song, and I, you know, I still might throw one together using this song. Uh, let me know what you think. Listen to this song. Let me know if you think this might be a good background track for uh, you know a different type of intro. Um, this by far, like I said, is my favorite song. Um, this one is off of the 2017 album Electronic Flow, and it's called Letting Go. Until next time, everybody, keep living. Thanks for listening. Thank you all for your support. See you next time.
Yeah.